0: Welcome back to Queen Beauty
1: Podcast, the self-care kickback with your host, Elise And Quandras, join our journey on adulting, self-love, and wellness mixed with a few laughs. And giggles! (laughs) (laughs) Remember, you can hear this episode and more by visiting our website, www.queenbeautypodcast.com. It's
0: our 52nd episode! Wow! (laughs) and it is our first episode in 2023 i'm excited Mm -hmm. this episode is being recorded during black history month and women's history month somewhere in that arena
1: yes and somewhere around the arena of the super bowl so when i said (laughs) arena I didn't mean it for it to flow into the Super Bowl. (laughs) I know. Well, the only reason you said Black history and women's history, and obviously I'm going to take it to the Super Bowl because Rihanna, you know, she's Black. She's a woman. She performed at the Halftime Show. Pregnant. I
0: I like it. I like how we are just going to skip (laughs) over the fact that we are two Eagles fans trying not to talk about the reality of the situation on our self-care podcast.
1: While she's looking at my background of an eagle's uh, banner still being hung high. Um,
0: Ooh, but yeah, we can stop. Wait, we can make this moment and talk about Rihanna the whole entire time and just skip over the game.
1: If, if that's what you'd like to do. <laughs> okay, we're not going to skip over the game. I love my birds. We bleed green. I love my... Everybody know I love my eagles. That's it. <laughs> um. So... You know, it was just, you know, we didn't bring it. We didn't finish. We didn't we didn't bring it home. But we they had an amazing season. For real. I'm trying. I am trying. Okay.
0: <laughs> to keep it together. I feel like I'm gonna have an unpopular opinion about Rihanna. So, <laughs> I don't know how to say this. Say what's on your heart. This is a safe place is it <laughs> no
1: it's not but you can still say it
0: <laughs> I'm just so, joking. Rihanna it, it, I'm not going to talk about I'm not going to talk about Rihanna I'm just going to say that I like the idea of being in awe of a performance on the Super Bowl and I did not feel in awe in the halftime show and that's all I'm going to say So that's not a, that's not me saying anything about Rihanna. I'm just going to say that I didn't get the, she wasn't given, when she turned her back to the audience, when the dancers were performing, I was confused. You know, I, I, that's um... where I, that, and this is as objective as I can get because I love her music. And so I'm not saying anything. And I know people are gonna be like, she pregnant, she can do what she want. And there's so much of that happening right now. And I love, you know, somebody doing what they want. She plugged Fenty. I love Fenty. I am here with it. But when she turned her back to the audience to face the dancers as the main performer, that's where I got confused.
1: She I didn't even notice. I don't think it bothered me because I didn't notice. But I like Rihanna as an entertainer. And I knew I was like, she this is why she got so many dancers, right? <laughs> because she you know Exactly. She, Which I'm good but, with. I'm good
0: with her and those I dancers. Good
1: with, I was entertained, so I was okay. So I was okay. okay. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I actually because Michael has been into football so much lately, we watched this whole thing on like the top Super Bowl, um, like all the halftime shows, like the top ranking, they ranked all the halftime shows. Yeah, And I saw what all the halftime shows were giving. And it was just, for me... I was not. It took it took away from me looking for the it factor because I saw so many of them that were a bust yeah. not too long ago. So I, I appre appreciate, I appreciated seeing Rihanna performing in general, and it took me down memory lane because I like her music and I liked all hearing all. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about this one. So I liked it for that reason. I wasn't looking for. Um, I guess I wasn't looking for things to happen in a certain way. I was like, "Oh, she's
0: pregnant. She up all the way up there on that thing I like that. You. Like that's what I was looking at." oh so, in um, that, and honestly though, no, I was in all of that. So the all I was in all of that, like because I was like nervous that. for her, and I was like, "Wait, wait, 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 wait." don't
1: fall <laughs> right I was nervous first I didn't know then I was like wait and I had to put it all together like everybody was trying to figure it out but I was just like she went on with her show pregnant and all um yeah and I was that's what made me think about black history Month and women's history Month. oh
0: absolutely you better believe it you know And I will say that we have high expectations in 2023 we when do. it comes to our halftime show experience because <laughs> right um, I was scrolling on one of the socials and I saw somebody do a short video about the history of halftime shows. So I thought Mm -hmm. I'd share because I was like, oh, this is interesting because I didn't know this. But prior to 1992, there was traditional bands as the halftime show for the Super Mm -hmm. Bowl. And Mm then in 1992, they decided to do a live airing 15 minute segment of Living Color in Living Color.
1: I miss I totally missed that one in the recaps that we might did I seen some bus I seen somebody seen like a Mickey Mouse show they tried this one year that was mm-hmm. really really bad um but it okay looked like
0: they so great. yeah they did a sketch comedy show and it got like the most ratings ever during that segment in it was in living
1: color the in living color show in living
0: color show was aired as like a little 15 minute segment and so that's after they did that in 92 that's when they actually started doing shows like live Live show artists artists artists. people yeah Yeah.
1: so i don't know i think that overall i i i was entertained so i was okay you didn't pay a ticket. <laughs>
0: pay Number one, that. you didn't pay a ticket. And they didn't pay her.
1: Isn't it free? Like, she does that. They do that for free.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, that was our QB spin to talk about the fact that um, Go Eagles Go. Go Eagles Go. Regardless of the outcome. Um, you know, we gonna, we're fans, so we're going to be a little quiet on our feelings right now. So we're just going to move on over and focus on Women's History Month and Black History Month. <laughs> And that's how it goes.
1: So um a little reminisce, little 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 reminiscent time on our past episodes.
0: You you remind me of an episode I once knew. That don't go, but I was waiting for it. It's okay. I still like, like the you. I like that.
1: <laughs> um so we did that episode a while a ways back, episode 12. Are you afraid of adulting? Mm -hmm. Um, with the top seven adulting fears and you want to go over those what were the what were the top seven adulting fears we did like a little survey
0: the seven top adulting fears uh that we talked about in this episode and it was right around Halloween of 2020 so if you go and listen to that episode it's kind of funny because there's a lot (laughs) of like Noises that sound like scary movies and it's kind of cheesy and cute and corny and loving and all at the same time. So at either rate, the seven top adulting figures that um, the responses that we got were finances, parenting, family and relationships, life goals and decisions, careers, real estate and health.
1: That's it. That's life. That is it right there. And all of life. That is it. So, um, I thought those were all right for appropriate topics, but we wanted to kind of take it back and address some of the things that we had there and uh in this episode we're going to talk about parenting from both angles. I mean, we're talking about our kids, right? And how we parent them, and then we want to talk about our actual parents. <laughs> And because we're kind of in that stage in life where um, we do have more of a helping hand, we're, we're in a position to be of more help and we have to help, whether we're in a position or not, uh, to just figure it out with our parents and with our kids. Um, Absolutely.
0: So, you know, yeah. And one of the one of the thoughts about this, um, as we were deciding to talk about parenting more deeper um, and kind of. Go back to that. Are you afraid of adulting? Is that we had that episode over two years ago, and the fears are still there in different ways. And, you know, we talk about this being a self care podcast and being able to think about topics. And there's always going to be aspects of adulting that keep coming and circling mm-hmm. um, throughout our lives, throughout our daily lives in different forms. And it's just managing and coping. So, here we go. Here we go. So
1: first let's talk about, um, you know, when it comes to our parents, I don't know if you've been seeing it in circulation. I guess, I don't know if it's because it's Black History Month, but all the quotes, like the Black quotes (laughs) and stuff like that, um, like the memes, like the different things that we say. And so I just wanted to like, what are some of your favorite Black parent quotes?
0: (laughs) Black parent quotes. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. Okay. Um, my favorite black. So my mom had to stare. So it's hard to do the stare with a quote. That should be
1: a quote. Like, I don't know how to quote that, but we all know what that stare is, right?
0: (laughs) You know what that stare is. That is a universal black mama stare. It's a Um, whole conversation. You know what, you know what, honestly, is it all seriousness? My favorite black parenting quote is, um, i I, I. I do that to my dog nala and she sits
1: yes 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 we definitely do it to the dog everybody can get it listen okay if it works it works you're not gonna not use something that works
0: is that a quote because it's like a stamp
1: (laughs) you just did quotes out of two things that are not words. The the stare and I, 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 you, know, you gotta get you gotta get to like it has to be a little throaty. You gotta get to the top part, like right if the crease of like, that get in there. So,
0: <laughs> Wait, let me hear yours again. Go ahead. Because I, 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 I cause I'm on the, oh it goes up. So look yours sound like you have a child under five.
1: <laughs> because I do. I do. I do have a child under five. So that's why it sounds like that.
0: <laughs> yes, indeed. So yours is a little bit more intense. It
1: changes with age. Yes. Because I would not use that I like that for Michael.
0: <laughs> that's interesting.
1: I would not. It would have a little more base in it.
0: <laughs> right, right. So does it change with age or is it a combination of changing with age and type of child? Well, that matters too. <laughs> because <laughs> I don't even think I had to do a
1: on that level with Shania. I I could just do more of the stare with Shania.
0: Interesting. You know? Yeah. You know, you remember like mm-hmm. she oh, for those who don't know, Shania is grown now. So you know, so the range of the level of a uh-uh being based off of what two things? the age and the temperament of the child child, i think those are key and crucial and all i know is i don't have a child but my dog sits on my eyes
1: (laughs) you say you don't have a child but we all know that at least least love the kids love the kids and the kids love love her like y'all y'all don't even understand at least just comes in the room and puts up tickle fingers and they all falling on the floor. Everybody, everybody.
0: It's crazy. And you know what? My nephew, he is 12 now or 11. He'll be 12 soon. And yes. to this day, I just went to visit on Christmas and um, he, when he sees me, he puts his hands up and goes, <laughs> Uh, because I changed the Eagles song to fly Bryce fly for his um, while I fly him around the room since he was like four years old and so I would go fly Bryce fly and not put his arms up (laughs) look now I'm calling you sir you 11 year old sir I can't until I look you know what I tried and I almost hurt my back
1: (laughs) you better cut it out He about to be flying you around the room.
0: I know. He, talk about, he put his arms up in the fly in the fly position. I almost was like, I was like, come on now. And he was like, no, do it. <laughs> but that's your level of impact with
1: kids. So it's just like, I, and I love to see it. I really, really oh, do. Thank you. <laughs>
0: yes, I, I got to give them the energy. The energy is it's the energy. It's exciting, man. It is. You bring the
1: energy. Like,
0: it's that is the case, it's like
1: a. Oh my gosh, you. I think that Paris is like your spirit animal in that sense. Oh like, that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> that energy. Got that it factor. <laughs> and I think I don't know because when you come in a room especially with them it does the energy definitely does change and it is turn up time it's
0: time to play it is time to do the things sometimes it's not even when I'm in a room half the time is when I'm on the phone because one time a couple weeks ago you tried to slow me down because I said hi in a positive light to the baby when it was time for bed
1: (laughs) it wasn't a positive
0: light it was it was it was too much play in your
1: voice it was too much play. I I'm think like, you added uh, me. You I think I did. We're not doing this. We are not doing this. But no, like, okay, so if we're getting down into it, right? Oh, wait, one of my favorite quotes I ain't one of your little friends. <laughs> I don't know how many times I heard that? She said it. And she meant it. And she, and she never going to regret it either because <laughs> she was not one of our little friends. And, you know, if she had four four girls four whole girls you know what i'm saying so it's like she had she had
0: put her foot down <laughs> so when you think about it with four girls it's easy for you to get caught up in the whole they think they're your peer and yes. That's what's happening.
1: yes yes because you know how little girls get especially when they hit them teen years and hormonal mm-hmm. like you know preteen years and they think they know stuff you don't know nothing right and- you know, she ain't one of your little friends. and She a had to friend. tell y'all,
0: just in okay, case there was some confusion.
1: <laughs> there was none. <laughs> there was none.
0: <laughs> there was none. <laughs> so I do remember my mom definitely drawing a line in the sand and it being painstakingly clear that I was not her friend <laughs> for a very long time. <laughs> I don't know where that went because these kids, they we their friends in this generation.
1: It not we knew for sure we were not our parents' friends. Because they said it.
0: Oh yeah. (laughs) Repetition is key. (laughs) Wow. So that that just took me back. So that brings us into the parenting weekend that I had Mm -hmm. this past weekend. So um as I'm kind of alluded to at the beginning of our of our episode is this was a very much lemon lemonade weekend. Um so what I will say um is Saturday morning, um I am working out at the gym and I get out the gym and then I find out um talking to my sister that my dad was in a car accident. And for those that don't know, I'm in Atlanta and um my sister's in Atlanta, but um essentially my parents live in New Jersey. And so it was very scary. He was okay. He is okay. Thank God. Um, Mm -hmm. he's got some physical ailments that he's working through. Um, but most and foremost, he's here. And at the time there was a lot of unknowns, um, when I found out. And so when you want to ask how quickly can a person get Atlanta, Georgia to New Jersey? Um, I did it in six hours. Found a mm. flight within three hours, and I found out at 10, 15 in the morning, and um, my sister and I were in New Jersey by four o'clock that af- same afternoon, um, because we wanted to make sure that he was wow. taken care of um, and that he had some support. Uh, my brother also flew in later that day, um, but everybody was by his side by the end of that day to make sure um, that he you know, got what he needed. My mom was out the country. She flew <laughs> back that same day. So like we made it all happen. And I, I will tell you that I'm so blessed to be in a family, family like that, where mm-hmm. there is nothing that can stop, you know, the support, regardless of where you are in the world. And I, um, I know my dad felt the love, even though he was trying to act like he didn't want nobody to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we made sure that he was good. Um, and when I say the lemonades, because he's got a long road, the lemon, I should say, um, he's got a long road of recovery ahead of him, mm-hmm. to get back and hopefully, you know, he's got some doctor's appointments to get himself together, praying that he has a full recovery. The lemonade side of the story is, I don't know, in my entire adult life, actually, maybe since I was a little girl. When my brother and sister moved out of the house, and I was about eight or nine years old, Mm -hmm. the last time we were able to watch the Super Bowl together as one. Wow, yeah, yeah, man, like that's a whole
1: everything that you just said there from beginning to end was just that it it was um, it's something else. First of all, I'm glad that he's okay too, and I know. In speaking to you on the phone, like y'all moved quickly, okay. y'all move quickly. I know you had, it was a lot of emotions and a lot of things and we mm-hmm. talked through it. And I was like, we'll figure certain things we'll figure out later. But what's important right now is that if you feel like you need to go right now, then just go, you go, you go and you see the eyes. I know you like to lay eyes on Me. people and just to make sure that, you know, and I'm, I'm happy that all of y'all, you know, gathered together and did that for you that it says a lot. It says a lot about you all and who you are as people as a support system and and it says a lot about them how they raised y'all you know this is one of those this is one of those who raised y'all in a good way you know what I'm saying like (laughs) way so and it's really dope that you know I mean it's it's an unfortunate reason that you had to go but it's still really um like you said lemons to lemonade it was a good thing that y'all were able to watched the game together. It was the Eagles in the Super Bowl, which is a big deal. Going Yo, back my to-
0: dad is a diehard. He's a diehard fan. From you know. Philly. So like yeah. this, this was yeah. huge. So yeah. <laughs> so
1: that was good. And and it again, it's one of those things. It's one of those fears. Like this is this is the fear, right? You move away and something happens. What are you gonna do? How are you gonna do? Yeah. But you know, in all of those different categories and the fears, and even in this one, when it comes to parenting, it is scary, but it generally, it usually works itself out by the grace of God. You know what I'm saying? Like yep. it works itself out and the fear is a part of it. The fear is a part of life, the decisions, all the things that we have to do. The fear is going to come with it, but the the thing that also is going to come with it if you're a believer, is God working it out for you? You know fear, what
0: I'm saying? Fear, faith removes fear, right? Faith removes fear. Yes. That Ooh. is the truth. Yeah. That is the absolute truth. That's that oh. is it. And so, you know, my brother used he's been saying this quote the whole time, but he's like, We morph like Voltron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's it's just kind of like it that's how we work and we yeah. kind of just morph like Voltron. And when we need to, we just kind of come together like glue and it happens. Like we're living our lives. We are always, you know, busy. And I say that with air quotes because everybody's busy, um, but nothing is too busy when family is first. That
1: is the, that is the absolute truth. And I don't know why you saying it with air quotes. Cause y'all just, y'all really are busy. <laughs> <laughs> What? you just told me earlier that you're april with books it is february and i'm is like it February. look i said is it february like, yeah april with books like what is going on so i'm like y'all genuinely y'all really are busy but like you said nothing's too you're not too busy for family you will That's stop and roll and that is that is what it's all about and it comes the same thing comes with the babies the same thing mm-hmm. same exact thing with the babies y'all y'all pray for your girl
0: I got, I got pray, pray for it. lay hands. And we're gonna take a moment and touch and agree to lay hands and pray on quadras. Tell them. Um we it was funny when we were talking
1: about this episode and we were trying to we try to figure out what we were gonna call it in the first place and going over these different fears and um just recapping our weekends and at least talking about her parents and, and all the things, and I'm like man i got i got i got them at all ages and they all going through different things and when you have multiple children they all do go through different things but i decided to space it out a bit so i have preschool mm. middle school mm. and college so mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot yeah <laughs> it's a lot and it's scary because of the way times have changed
0: mm-hmm. with
1: all of them and well, even every child you're going to handle differently, right? So even if it was the next year, I was going to handle the situation a little bit differently anyway, because it's a different child. We talk about decades at this point and <laughs> the world is different, right? So it's like different landscapes of navigating social media, navigating internet. And we talk about for the, for the preschooler, right. okay? <laughs> like sheesh. So, um, which was never—it was never even something that I needed to think about with the oldest one, of course, because it wasn't—it wasn't—it was not a thing, you know what I'm saying? So it's like navigating all of their different little things is—it is um, it is scary. It is scary, and it's just I do have to, like you said, faith. Yeah, keep the faith because if what else you gonna do? What else are you gonna do? You just gonna go crazy if not.
0: Like, you just gotta keep the faith. Well, you're in like an interesting space because you said they're all going through different things but to be honest they're going through different phases of life yes that's what i yeah yes they're in different phases mm-hmm. very different phases so how do you navigate or keep your head on the swivel well
1: i don't know i guess it's just like uh what do they call it when you had like the little boxes
0: compartmentalized Okay.
1: I compartmentalize everybody in here differently. And I I try my best to anyway. Um, I try my best to compartmentalize them. They have their own needs. They have Mm -hmm. their own things going on. And it's difficult sometimes. And I wanna be present with all of them, which that's the most difficult part because it seems like, I guess it's because it's my time and when I'm available, they know when I'm available. And they all come at the same time, and that's when I'll feel bad because I want to give my undivided attention, and it'll just be like, okay, um, making a huge life college decision to making a huge life. Can you wear your Minnie Mouse dress to the park? Um, <laughs> to like now we going back to the Eagles and sports. <laughs> You know, like, yeah. He got me more hooked on sports now than I have ever been. So I,
0: I heard you talking. You've been sending me updates about Jalen uh hurt with all the stats, knowing all the coach drama. Like I said, okay, Quadras. <laughs> I know that and I know what's going on
1: in in the YouTube kids world. And I'm just, wow. you know, I'm trying to figure it's it's interesting because I'm trying to tap into all of their worlds. I'm trying to be present. But you know what?
0: That's keeping you so youthful because I am so far removed from everything that and a lot of things that you mentioned, especially when you talk about like the YouTube kids world like that. What? Yes, it's a, it's a thing. So a lot of times
1: the kids are watching other kids play with toys. Right. Mm-hmm um they're not even watching tv shows for the most part they don't like commercials they don't even know really what commercials are because social media they see the ads sometimes but you just kind of skip through it or you close everything down, turn it back on. So the ad is gone. Like they don't like ads. Uh, Something came on. I was like, I got a hack for that. We don't have to do it. Like you're freaking out. Like we don't. nobody. And so it's different and it's interesting. And it made me realize that they don't know how to sit still. So I try to have moments without the gadgets and stuff
0: like that. We we call it our nineties day. (laughs) Well, it's funny. You say that this, everything you said is so amazing because we were watching the Super Bowl this past weekend mm-hmm. my family made a comment about the fact that all of the commercials were catered to the 90s mm-hmm. and like life in the 90s because the audience was what the audience that would be watching and not um filtering through is beyond the Millennials it's the gen gen Xers mm-hmm. so the gen Xers is the audience for mm-hmm. the super bowl all of the commercials they were all old school like eminems was coming back up like we're back right. and i was like and- it- yes yes and
1: millennials i say millennials too it's, yeah. a, it's a good mixture of them but the millennials fit into that 90s like we got to tell the exactly. that
0: the episodes were not catering to um where our what gen xers are now or a gen, I'm a messing Z. them up the gen it's Z. Z it's
1: okay it's okay yeah but like we'll, I don't even know what that would be it would be crazy but that and that's the interesting part um I think they did that strategically they did that on purpose because um first of all these kids don't have patience to sit through and watch all of that stuff they just don't because so that's now not- i'm
0: asking a question what is the future of live Super Bowls to engage our new and upcoming generations that want to watch football but are not going to sit down throughout the commercials what what do you think that next level will because it's going to have to evolve eventually
1: it'll evolve but i know for sure what i saw the next day were a bunch of ad like youtubes of the commercials <laughs> okay okay so they had youtube so they're going to get a big spin off of um next day earrings youtubes twitter all of that stuff so I feel like their lane is really going to be catered to the replays of it, you know what I'm saying? Like, and they're going to get because the whole part is marketing to them. And you're right, like they're not going to sit down. And I, Michael fell asleep on the um halftime show. That's what's going
0: to happen. That's yeah. he fell asleep because until who- they change it. But what I'm saying is, like, if they changed it in the '90s, right? Because it used to be traditional, like college, like marching bands. So if yeah. they changed it, then that means that. They they might consider changing. I'm just thinking kind of futuristically right now, but there could be a change, big change of like a TikTok-a-thon in the middle of the of the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm just, you better know, better
1: make it like video games because we're video games. Yeah. But like I think that it could be something like that, but they're gonna have to definitely change the type of entertainment and have the entertainers be for the that generation. The same what they did with us. Like you said, they tapped into like that. Gen X, Millennials group. Yep. Even was it last year that they was on the West Coast and they had all yep. the West Coast artists yep. and all of that, and that totally catered to the same generation. Yep. I don't know how much longer they're going to stick with that theme, but I know that they're going to have to change it to cater to the next
0: generation. They go well, sure. Out. They look at their demographics and stats, and they had somebody say, "Hey, this is where we need to focus our energy for now." But I'm sure you know over the next few years, probably like. Five to ten years, I wouldn't be surprised if there's some a big shift.
1: A big shift, yeah. Especially as the you know, you know how it is when the when um man leaders change and you know oh, people yeah. you know change over into different roles and creative um departments start to change. Yep, yep. Then you'll, you'll start to see it change. Then it is very very interesting, and I mean, just going back to the changes in general, it's even the way we explain things to the kids like now changes like the life lessons. And it's interesting because life lessons is the same lesson, but the delivery has to be different.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I
1: noticed like a, a lot of the conversations, like the real good ones that I'll have with Mike now are in the car, like the car rides. Mm-hmm. Those are the moments where we can have the conversations and um, with, with with Shania is still definitely on the phone. Okay. <laughs> Um, and I don't know like it's just it's different for for each of them but fears are real I know the one thing that is different like fear wise Mm -hmm. is having them so far apart and having seen how one has turned out I can't see how she's turned out she's still growing but like seeing the trajectory of what I did when she was you know Paris's age and what I did with Mike when he was that age and her I, I I feel like I let go of the tightness a little bit that I had, like the stringentness, and I can now it makes sense to me. You know how like if you have a lot of siblings, they'll mm-hmm. say that the youngest one just gets away with murder. Yes, this one, girl, it's because they tired, <laughs> and they know good and well that you're gonna turn out all right. <laughs> so that's I think funny, that's the case. and you know, yeah. and you just. You're managing all of these different things at once. Usually, if you have a, a few children at once, and then you have the parents who you're trying to help them. By the time the youngest child come around, you're little. You're busier in a different way, where it's just like you know they're going to be okay. You're kind of stretched, and you're tired, and so it's kind of like, um, they're going to be okay. Just, but, you just know- let you know. Just let them have the juice box. <laughs>
0: such a great point <laughs> let him have the juice pop. it's a great point because we talk about the core of fear the root cause of a lot of fear is the unknown yes. and having your first child is filled with unknowns because unknown. every single phase every year is never been seen before of you as a parent and so like to so hear you talk about the third child navigating and knowing it's gonna be all right it's because you've manage all the ups and downs, you know, that you think you have seen, even though I'm sure you're going to see different things mm-hmm. of it before. So you knew how to navigate. And when it felt like it was the end of the road, somehow there was an up to it, right? It's, right. You let go because that fear, it doesn't have a stronghold over your life because you have experience. <laughs>
1: yes. You're right. You put that, you put that very, very well. Um, experience. Yeah. Does diminish fear. It's mm-hmm. just like taking that test. That test that you know you would be sweating if you didn't study, right? Yeah.
0: She's <laughs> you know? so. like, all right, well, I'ma just roll up. <laughs> I know what this look like. She'll be all right. She gonna be fine. Right, right. So wow. Well, this is a really good segue into our reflective thought. Mm-hmm. I had a friend of mine. Um, her name is Adrienne White in Atlanta. I've met her through the running community. And we call each other uh, Kendrick Twin Sisters because of our last names are the same. She's like my Hi. spirit animal. And um, she's an amazing woman, though. She's a community activist. She's a VP relation manager at South State Bank. And I had not really talked to her in a while. But she sent me text message um, on New Year's Eve, right before 2023. And she said, uh, sending you big hugs and blessings for all the ups and downs 2023 has in store for you. And that resonated with me so much going into this year. Because, you know, in the midst of, you know, going into a new year and having this hopefulness that I got new resolutions. I'm gonna hit this goal and everything's gonna be great. And there's the new year, it's new Uh me. She said all the ups and downs. And so it centered me and it centered my thoughts as I planned for the year to be ready for what is in store for me to be ready to navigate it, to be knowing that I had a strong support system to navigate whatever came my way that whether it felt good or uncomfortable, whether it was disappointment or amazing, I was able to navigate it because she said those words to me. And wow. I've been holding on to those words and my thoughts and in my prayers ever since she sent that message. Wow. That's
1: actually like when you said it, I, I know y'all can't see as an audience, but I was like, up sandal? <laughs> right. <laughs> but that is very, it's very centering and humbling, right? And And you know, sometimes we get caught up in like, like you said, like the fancifulness of it all. And like, you know, we try, we do get carried, we get carried away with it. Like, but it's going to be some downs. And the more that we are, you know, not to be all like humdrum about it and everything like that, but it does better prepare you to be a little bit more in reality. And those downs, they're going to come, but you know what, you're going to get through them. And and that's what matters. That's what that's what matters the most. This time we're not going to sit in the down. We're going to go through the down.
0: Okay. Yeah, and a lot of times, there's a blessing in the storm. Like yeah, the a lot story times. that I shared about this weekend. To be honest, I mean, it sucked. It still sucks. But there was a blessing that I could see from it in the storm. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, good stuff. Awesome, 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 awesome. Well, thank you, everyone. For spending some time with your listening ears, check our show notes for information, links referenced within our episode. Check out our website, www.queenbeautypodcast.com, and please share comments and questions to queenbeautypodcast at gmail.com.
1: Subscribe to our podcast for instant access on new episodes. And please do leave a five-star rating and review and share it with your friends. You can find us on social media, Instagram, and Facebook at Queen Beauty Podcast. See you back here soon for some quality time with Queen Beauty. Peace and love.